Are you willing to ask for what you want? Hi everyone, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray and I'm a mindset and performance coach over at choosetohaveitall.com. Today in the Mindset Lab, I'm challenging you with a single question. Are you willing to ask for what it is you want? I'm not talking about putting it out to the universe and telling people your goals and your intentions. I'm not talking about journaling it until your vision comes crystal clear and arrives on your doorstep and some perfectly wrapped package with a bow. I'm talking about asking for a favor, asking for help, asking for assistance. Are you willing to reach out beyond yourself to stop doing it yourself, to make a connection, to get closer to the life or the business that you want? Today I had lunch with an online friend and colleague, and um, she and I have only known each other in the online space. And she reached out to me because she knew I was coming to town, and she, you know, wanted to get together. And it's always nice to make online connections and, um, you know, meet people in quote unquote real life, right? Um, and we got into this discussion about our mutual businesses and the things that we were working on. And one of the things that kept coming up was this idea of building relationships and creating networks and reaching out and telling people what we do, how we serve, and how we think we can help. And the theme that kept coming up was this idea that we kind of both thought when we started out that we had to do it all ourselves, that it was a DIY world, and that we had to build our own sites and write our own copy and um, get everybody to know, like, and trust us on our own. And one of the things that I shared with her is that my life and my business didn't really start to shift or to pivot until I started reaching out out beyond myself before I, you know, once I real, realized that I didn't know all the things and I had a good skill set, but I wasn't really sure how to apply it. So in my coaching group, I had to accept the help of others that when people reached out to me and said, hey, I'll get on the call. I can help you with this. I had to start saying yes. And when I wanted help with connections and reaching out to other people and expanding my network, I had to actually ask. Additionally, when I had my services to offer and my coaching packages, I couldn't just focus on the launch of letting people know all the things, right? I also let people I know who worked, who I'd worked successfully with in the past, people I had connected with professionally or other online business owners whose clients I thought could benefit from what I was offering. I had to let those people know that I had something to sell, that I was willing to help in the transformation of others, and that they could help me by telling their communities, their contacts and their tribes about who I am, what I offer, and how I serve. There's power in the asking, but so many of us are afraid to make that move and take that step because it becomes vulnerable and we risk rejection and we risk people thinking that we're desperate and we worry so much about what other people are going to think of ourselves, uh, think of us that we limit our scope and our reach. And I want to talk to you today about some quick strategies you can apply today to get out of that mindset so that you're willing to ask. Every day, there are so many ways we can get in our own way. 
we can talk ourselves out of things we know we're supposed to do. I was just talking about that yesterday when we were talking about consistency. We can tell ourselves a story that we need to research more, that there's another service or a product that we need, that we need to do all the things that we're not ready yet. We come up with so many reasons to not press go on our life. And one of the easiest ways that we can get out of that mindset, out of that habit, out of that pattern of behavior is to start to connect with others in real time, to start to build relationships. Typically, when we're talking about business mindset, we're always talking about building relationships in order to build and increase the know, like, and trust factor, right? Like it's used as an advertising technique. But I think we're forgetting a basic skill set in that conversation. It's that when we increase our tribe, when we pay attention to community, when we reach out and accept help and ask for help and offer help, we expand our networks. We're increasing our ability to connect and we're increasing the likelihood that someone may know the answer to the thing that we don't know, the thing that we're stuck on. And in order to do that, we absolutely have to be vulnerable. We have to risk somebody thinking that we're just using them to pick their brain. We have to risk getting on a call with somebody offers it and then find out that it's a sales call and we're just being preyed upon. We have to be willing to engage in those risky moves that are kind of small on the risk scale, by the way, in order to achieve the larger purpose of getting towards our goal, of getting the information we need and the connections we need to get to where we want to go. More often than not, people are more than willing to help, particularly because like the whole phrase, if I rub your back, you'll rub mine, like that has roots to it. There's a reason why people say that. And one of the most easy, accessible ways to get out of your own way in this pattern of behavior and this way of thinking is to think about communicating transparently. And that's what I'd like you guys to focus on today. And we're going to dive a little bit deeper right up next. One of the main reasons people don't ask for help is they're so worried about how they're going to be sort of perceived or received by other people. We don't want people to think that we're users. We don't want people to think that we're desperate. We don't want people to think that we don't know what we're talking about or that we're just, um, you know, users and abusers. And as a result of that, so many people never like reach out, or ask for help, ask for assistance, you know, elbow to elbow kind of thing. Like people just stay silent and lost in their own world. And what I want people to think about is how do you ask in such a way that removes that fear from the table completely so you can get on with making connections with getting to the ask. And the easiest way to do that is through transparent communication. So instead of worrying what you 
what people are going to think of you, how they might perceive the thing you're saying or asking for. Tell them what you want them to think. So communicate transparently to whoever you're asking about what you're asking for and why. So for example, if you're about to, you know, launch a new service or product and you know that there's other people in similar industries as you who know your ideal client, how do you go about asking those business owners, leaders, influencers, whoever they are, to talk to their communities about what you have to offer or to be a referral source or to get information and insight from market research? Whatever your question is, how do you start the conversation? And my answer is communicate transparently. Tell the person, hey, listen, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but for the past couple of months, I've been working on X. I've been helping people who Y achieve Z. I know that you work in a similar industry, and I was thinking that we may be able to network you know, together. I'm wondering if you might be interested in that. I want you to know X, Y, and Z. And that's when you tell them, like, whatever it is you want them to know. Like, I'm not looking for you to, you know, I'm not looking for free advertising. I'm not looking to um, sell to your own community. Whatever your worry is, you know, say it right there in that part of the template, really, in the little script I just offer you. I don't want you to think A. I, I worry that you might think B. But at the end of the day, I have the ability to offer these people why. And I think that you might want to know about it. So if you walk your person through that to say, hey, I thought we'd like to connect. This is why. I don't want you to think this because what I'm really doing is that. Then you don't have to worry so much about how you're perceived because you're telling people what you want them to think. I'm going to dive into this a little bit more coming up. Just give me a sec. Okay, I went through that a little quickly. Um, most of my listeners know by this point that my podcast is recorded through the Anchor FM app, and it only allows me to do audio in five-minute interludes. So every five minutes, I have to pause for a break, and sometimes I lose track of how long I've been talking, and um, then I have to do a break so that I don't get cut off. So I, right now, what I'd like to do is just review what I said. As we're talking about the ask, we're talking about how do you make a connection with something with somebody about something that feels a little bit vulnerable to you? And what I was trying to encourage you to do is to get crystal clear on what it is you need from the person, what your specific ask is, and then how to communicate transparently what you need and any concerns you have about what they might be thinking. And if you walk through that process for yourself, you're offering your listener a script that outlines everything they need to know to decide where they're going to land next. So for example, if I wanted somebody to refer a service, you know, refer one of my services, I could say, 
you know, hey, Jess, I know that you're a business coach, and I know that you work with a lot of other people who are running their own businesses, who are, you know, offering services and products to other people. And I, you know, you may not know this, but I've been offering mindset strategies to other online business owners. Recently, I created this new program called an up-levelers program, because when people are trying to go big in their business, they get a lot of mindset hiccups. They start to worry and doubt who they are, what they do, um, and where they're going to go next. And I'm sure that you hear this a lot in your business. And I know that sometimes people can't apply the business strategies you're trying to teach because the mindset hiccups get in the way. I don't want you to think I'm trying to pimp out on your group or that I'm trying to sell myself to your group, but I do think I might be able to help some of the clients you're treating and serving right now. I was wondering if you might be interested in having a conversation about how we could work together. So that entire script is, I have a service, I think it complements yours, I don't want you to think I'm trying to sell on the back of your business, but would you be interested in learning more and talking further? And then if the answer's no, of course it's going to suck. Of course I'm going to be disappointed and discouraged. And maybe I'm going to be a little bit embarrassed. But I have an opportunity to help her clients achieve more success. And that would make her look better. She may be interested in that. And if I don't take that chance, if I don't put that ask out there, I'm being selfish because I'm not offering her clients all of the information that they would be open to. You want to walk yourself through that thought process. So that way, if she says, yes, Heather, please tell me more. I then can say, well, here's the deal. I walk my clients through a three-month change process. I support them twice a month through monthly calls. I offer, you know, Voxer on-demand email access during the time that we work together so that when they're caught up in momentary hiccups and doubt and they can't implement the strategies you're teaching, I get them on their way with more efficiency and less pausing, stopping, and freezing. Because right there, I'm telling her what she needs to know and what's in it for her. The next step could be something like, and hey, if you do want to send clients my way, I would be interested in an affiliate arrangement where you could get 30% of each of my sales if you refer clients to me or something like that. But let's talk. And so you're engaging in a dialogue with the person. You're not worrying like, oh, maybe Jess thinks I'm a user, maybe just thinks I'm desperate. I don't want her to think that I can't get sales on my own. Maybe she won't respect me as a business person. All of those worries and doubts that get us frozen in fear of networking, of making connections, of using relationships. If you communicate transparently about it, you're putting that worry and doubt right on the table. And she has a choice in that moment to believe what you're saying and take it at face value or not to. But either way, you're getting out of your head and on with it. 
So that first example I just walked you through is more of a sales pitch, right? And you might be thinking, oh, I don't even, you know, have a sale, uh, something to sell or anything to offer, or that feels sleazy and spammy to me. I never could do that. Um, and we can talk about the sales anxiety another time. But I also know that some of the asks, some of the favors really are more vulnerable in nature. How, for example, do you ask someone to help you make a connection? Hey, I would like it if you could introduce me to so-and-so. How do you ask somebody to get you unstuck? How do you tell somebody, I'm really struggling, I'm really hurting, and I need some direction? How do you talk about the hard part without being worrying about being perceived as somebody who's trying to, you know, pick your brain for, pick their brain for free or to get free advice? And you might know that, like, I'm a former therapist. Now I offer mindset consulting. People ask for my advice all the time. And it comes with the territory. So most people who are thought leaders and industry leaders in this space, you know, we're responsible for our own boundaries. We get to decide which questions we're answering, how we're going to answer them, and who we can help. So some of it is, is like, don't be afraid to ask because it's the listener's job to say no. But the second part is to like really like recognize that it's not your job to decide what other people are willing to help with. You have to allow them to decide that for themselves. And if you simply tell people where you're at, how you're feeling, and what you need, you're welcoming a human connection that goes beyond the online noise and space and like just general crap that can happen online. And, you know, a personal example was me last year. I really wanted to connect with more business owners and leaders, and I wasn't sure how. I couldn't get out of my own way. And my friend Shannon said, hey, girl, let's get on a call. Now, I didn't actually know Shannon. She and I are in a coaching group to get together, and I had sort of known her by reputation, but I had been sharing with her how lost I was in the group, just like, you know, in general chat or whatever. And she got on the call, and the first thing I said is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but, like, you know I can't afford, <laughs> like, you know I can't afford your help, right? Like, it was a very awkward, uncomfortable start to the conversation. And she was like, hey, by the way, I like to help people sometimes. It's not always about business. And so the lesson I took away in that is that when you simply tell people where you're at, how you're hurting, and where you're struggling, sometimes they will offer. Other times, you may need to have a specific question. So, you know, there's this other woman I connected with. Her name's Leanne, and she knows a lot about, like, inbound marketing and getting links and driving traffic to your website. And I'd had really good success writing blogs and articles, but I didn't know anything about inbound marketing. And honestly, right now, I couldn't define it for you if I had to, but I knew that I could get more traffic to my website if I learned. So I just said to her, hey, Leanne, I've written some really good articles, but I don't know how to use it to set myself up for success. Do you have any ideas? I didn't go into the whole rigmarole of like, but I don't want you to think I'm picking your brain for free. 
I'm super worried that you think I'm using you. I just said, hey, I have this question. Do you by any chance have the answer? Sometimes if you just open the door for someone to help, they're willing to show up for you in spades. I think it's important that we don't overcomplicate relationships. When I'm talking about sales conversations with people or different things like that, I always say we have to market like it's 1999. Like we're all about email funnels and list building and um, Facebook advertising and social media posts and all of that. And sometimes we just have to get down to basics. I think the same is true for relationship building and networking. That in the online space, for people who are building online businesses, but also for people who are just in the regular world and not having anything to do with the online business building space, like we're all stuck to our phones, we're stuck to our tablets, our computers, our all of our electronic ways of connecting. So we're sending text messages and we're sending Facebook messages and we're doing all the things. And sometimes we have to just remember that on the other side of the phone, on the other side of the tablet, there is a person. And that voice-to-voice, person-to-person contact is the natural way of building relationships. It's vulnerable because you may find that people don't really want to talk to you. You may find that it's no longer the natural way that people communicate. But when was the last time you just got on the old-fashioned telephone with somebody and chatted with them about what you were looking for, what you were struggling with, a question you didn't know the answer to? When was the last time you used your stuck place as a way of creating connection versus isolating yourself. When we're stuck and when we're lost and we don't know what to do next, we often make ourselves smaller. We hide, we go low, we put ourselves in a corner and we back ourselves into a place that's really hard to get out of. But if we use that stuckness, if we use the the feeling of being lost, the questions we have, the insecurities we're feeling as a way of reaching beyond ourselves and connecting to other people who may get it, who may understand, who can be examples and mentors and guides for us. We get out of that stuck place faster. We simply have to be willing to ask. One of the ways that I did this personally when I was sitting in that vulnerable spot is I made a promise to myself and I reminded myself that right now I am in a place where I need help. I need my people to get my name out there. I need people to help me like figure out my way in this crazy overwhelming space. But someday when it's not my turn anymore, I'm going to give somebody their turn and I'm going to network for other people and I'm going to put their name out there and I'm going to support them in whatever way is possible because karma is a thing and I'm going to give back to that in whatever way possible. That's where you have to go next. What are you willing to do for what you want and are you willing to ask for it? I want you to get really clear with that question. I know that it's nerve-wracking. I know that it's vulnerable. I know that you feel like you're setting yourself up for rejection. But are those feelings something that you're willing to choose on the off chance that getting the help and getting the answer and getting direction and getting out of your way and on with it could happen for you? Which would you rather feel? 
excuse me, which would you rather feel? Would you rather be afraid and stuck and lost or a little bit nervous to put yourself out of there, out of the, you know, out there to ask for help because you're going to feel the fear regardless. You're going to be nervous and scared and anxious regardless. One direction and one path keeps you isolated by yourself and stuck with no answers. The other offers opportunity for getting out of your own way. And it's up to you and you have to choose and whatever comes next is a direct consequence of that choice. So you can stay in the corner and you can stay small or you can choose to get out of your own way. Give that some thought for today. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you have any questions or commentary on it, certainly find me over at Facebook at the Choose to Have It All community group, or you can send me an email at heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Either way, I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day.